Hello, everyone, and welcome on WSFI Spotlight. This is a special live presentation from the Catholic Marketing Network here in Schaumburg, Illinois. We're at the Convention Center in Schaumburg, Illinois, at the Renaissance Hotel. This has been a wonderful conference so far this weekend, and we've had the pleasure of talking to so many great authors and speakers about the Catholic faith, but we are definitely going to close with a spiritual heavyweight. I am joined by Susan Tassoni. She uh, is just an incredible author and speaker on purgatory. A little bit about her. She is a uh, passionate champion for the holy souls in purgatory and, the, and is recognized as leading the purgatory movement in the United States. She is a best-selling author whose first work, The Way of the Cross for the Holy Souls in Purgatory, has sold more than 80,000 copies. In addition to her many writings on behalf of those souls in purgatory, she has worked tirelessly to raise donations for our masses for the Holy Souls, and she is a popular speaker and a frequent guest on radio and television shows, so this is right up her alley. Uh, Susan holds a master's degree in religious education from Loyola University and is a consultant for a major nonprofit philanthropic organization. She has the honor and privilege of being granted two private audiences with St. Pope John Paul II, who bestowed on her a very special blessing for her ministry and for the Holy Souls. Uh, so, Susan, it is a joy to have you on the show talking with me today. Bill, a pleasure, and, and welcome to the trade show. I, I call this Purgatory Headquarters. <laughs> For sure. So uh, I want to jump right in here. Uh, we're talking about, uh, you. Well, first of all, you just finished this new book. It's coming out in October, uh, it, Day by Day for the Holy Souls in Purgatory. It's 365 reflections by you on the Holy Souls. And uh, I've talked to you a couple other times off the air about this, but uh, please tell, tell me about the book. I, we're just ecstatic about this book, Bill, because um, what it does day by day uh, for the Holy Souls in Purgatory provides scripture, it provides meditations, it provides reflections and prayer. And each day I had the opportunity to talk about purgatory from three points of view, from the view of scripture. So we have every purgatory passage reference to, you know, to purgatory in the book. We have every everything related to purgatory and then some. It, we have a, a incredible meditations every day from where I learned what the greatest thinkers, the theologians, uh, popes, uh, priests, converts, saints, contemporaries, uh, what they had to say about purgatory. And what I did was is I took these greatest writings and I pulled out the gems, Bill. And from that, I created the selected passage, the meditation. And then after, after these great writings, we have a reflection on the writings and then followed with a prayer. Wonderful. This, so it's a beautiful layout for people. It's very manageable for them to be able to uh, grasp onto. It's not too long, but it's a good reflection for it's, every day. It's exactly. It's not too long. It's not too short. Um, if you if you want to, uh, it's a day by day. But however, I don't like to box people in. People can take it and read it during the liturgical year. They could pick out a special month that they have a loved one that might have died and they want to pray during that month, for, you know, in honor of their anniversary. Uh, they can they can pray it through the seasons of the year. They can just pick up the whole book and pray it. Um, so there, there's something in it for everyone, and you can, you know, there's a pace for everyone that, they, that whatever fits them, they can choose, a, you know, a, what, what's good for them, to how they're going to read it. Or they can read it day by day. Fantastic. So uh, tell me what uh, 
is so unique about this book, yeah, it really seems like something that's never been uh, attempted before with the Holy Souls. Yes, um, I, I, you know, I think I see this book is is for us now and for all future generations. Like I said, I was able to glean the greatest writings. Um, and that's what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is what makes it so unique is this, that somebody, people learn better by different forms of, of, of education. Some people mm -hmm. learn better by philosophers. So we have philosophical writers. Some people learn better from Pope's writings. So we have the writings of Clement IV all the way to Pope Francis. Some people like to read encyclicals. We have excerpts from encyclicals. Uh, some people like to hear anecdotes or stories. We have those. Some people want to learn from saints. Some people are more comfortable learning from apologists. Um, some people like to learn from Dante, Tolkien, Shakespeare. We have these outstanding writings about purgatory in yes. the book. Um, so we took we took that that kind of format. So whatever is most meaningful to you is there for you. Wonderful. Wonderful. That is that is so great. It's such a diverse uh, idea of saints and writers and classical uh, just people. I mean, what an incredible It, it was exhilarating work. to write, Bill. It took me <laughs> a year and a half, and I, I, I was, it, the readings were breathtaking. Um, one, one in particular, yeah. people are always concerned about fire. Is it fire? Is it the fire we know, the right. physical fire? You know, so we took the fire of purgatory, and we took what the philosophers and what the saints said and how they approached it. And if, if you don't mind me sharing this, there is, I want you to share it, yes. there is one meditation that explains the fire. And basically, just you know, very quickly, in a nutshell, it's not the fire we know, it's the burning love of God. Once the soul leaves the body, the eyes of the soul cannot close without being in utter agony, and they burn mm. for love of God. And you're being purified in purgatory. You're not burning from fire. God's purifying you through the fire of his love. It's the fire of his love. His love purifies, his love heals, his love matures. And so we, we try to explain that with how the saints experience this burning love of God. So in June, um, we had a passage of, of a couple of saints and how they described their love of God and how, what they were experiencing. And, and this is what, what they say. Love can sometimes, this is, I'm kind of introduce it. Love can sometimes produce effects in the human breast which recall those of material fire. We read this in the lives of certain saints. The Holy Spirit comes to them as a wellspring of intolerable love, as a consuming fire, as a love wound of death and life. St. Magdalene de Pazzi was heard to cry, O love, you cause me to consume and melt. You cause me to die and yet to live. So we often hear this phrase ourselves, I have this burning desire for you, or I have a burning desire to do such, such and such. Now, some other saints went on to say, St. Philip Neri, he could not support the love of fire that he had for God. He experienced an ecstasy which his heart was enlarged while fervently praying in the catacombs around 1545, causing two broken ribs to make room for his enlarged heart that was filled with love of God. To ease the burning, he would uncover his breast in the cold. St. Faustina was uh, said in her diary, I felt some kind of fire in my heart, a joy I cannot compare to anything. 
Blessed Mary of Providence, she's the founder of the Holy Souls. She shared, today I feel as though my hands were on fire. I'm burning. My God, I burn with love for you. I feel within me an inconceivable hunger and thirst for God. So Bill, the burning is the hunger and thirst for God. They experience what the souls are experiencing in purgatory, this burning interior desire for love of God. And that's wonderful. what the pain of purgatory is. Absolutely wonderful. So uh, just for our listeners, we're here talking with Susan Tassoni. She is the, a, a wonderful uh, decorated author. We're talking about her new book on uh, Day by Day for the Holy Souls in Purgatory. Uh, you're just a passionate champion for uh, passionate champion for Holy Souls in Purgatory. The book is put out by Our Sunday Visitor. And uh, just uh, updating you, I, we, I know you've been having some technical difficulties in the studio getting this interview live to you. We're from the uh, Catholic Marketing Network here in Schaumburg, Illinois. We ask you to bear with us as we may be experiencing some technical difficulties, but doing our best to bring those live to you. So uh, that beautiful reading uh, really does highlight that fire. Uh, it just it, it is something that is uh, so... Uh, you, you just read about the, that, as you read it, just this passionate fire that, that yearns for God. It's a yearning for God. Exactly. That, 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 uh, that, that, that's growing so in, inside of that soul, desiring God and, and, and purifying oneself Through of sin. Through his love. In, yeah. fact, in fact, so fire is a positive fire, Bill. It's okay. a burning love for God. I call it God fire. <laughs> it's God fire. And, and the examples were that I gave you, the God fire of St. Philip Neri, the God fire of Faustina, the God fire of St. Magdalene Pazzi, the God fire is the same as the souls in purgatory. Um, there were three, in the, throughout the book with all these great writers, Bill, there were three key points that everyone agreed to. Three key points. Mm. One was this positive fire of love yes. of God. The other was that the souls need our prayers throughout the whole book. The saints, the apologists, they, they need our prayers in a very particular way. As you yep. know, the mass is the most powerful form of prayer, the highest act of worship that they need. And the other key point that everyone agrees to is that um, why do we pray for them and, and what do they do for us? As you know, their, intercess, their intercession is powerful. In the Catechism of the Church, 958, it says this in the Catechism, the more you pray for them, the more powerful their intercession is for you. So mm. every time you pray for them, it increases their intercessory power. So that's what they do for us. Why do we pray for them? Because it's our, we've been given this power and privilege to do so. Yeah. The church militant is given this extraordinary, amazing gift our God is saying to you, you are the ones that are going to, to deliver them. Yes. Heaven encourages them, and the church militant delivers them. Fantastic. So uh, one, one thing I uh, wonder if you maybe clarify for our listeners about uh, church militant, church triumphant, and church uh, suffering, which are the souls in purgatory. You know, a lot of people don't hear those terms often, and, and so maybe just talk about the communion of saints and the role that we all kind of play yes. in that. I don't know if you can touch on that. Yeah, the communion of saints is, are, are, is the church triumphant. Those are the saints in heaven uh, that are in, interceding for us. Um, the church suffering are the souls in purgatory that are, you know, um, are paying off a debt and, and um, look to us to, um, to release them and relieve them. And the church militant are us. We're the church. Mm -hmm. We're fighting the good fight um, and um, making our way to heaven. Wonderful. So we talked about this role uh, that uh, souls play in purgatory about the intercessory power. Now, what about the angels? Oh, the angels. Um, 
I had some great conversations with Joan Wester Anderson, mm -hmm. and uh, actually some of her writings are in there. We, we discussed some of her experiences, and I shared with her the role of the angels. Yeah. Throughout the book, they're, they're very busy angels, Bill. <laughs> the angels are very busy. Good. They're busy in purgatory. They're busy um, in, uh, on earth, and God gives them a lot of work to do uh, in, both, in both territories. But um, they do several things, and you'll read these throughout the book. They console the souls in purgatory. They inspire us. They inspire the friends and relatives of, of those souls to offer a prayer or a practice a good deed for a speedy delivery. And when you offer a mass, I want to be sure that I, I stress this wherever I go, either have a mass offered uh, yes. for the souls or Gregorian masses. Yes. Those are 30 masses in a row for one deceased soul, popularized by Pope St. Gregory. There, it, it's, it, it's, it's The story's very brief about a, a monk who had died and Gregory had masses, 30 masses offered. And on the 30th day, the soul was uh, justice. The soul was uh, appeared to him and said he was released by purgatory. Does it guarantee that he's released after 30 days of masses? No, it only points to the efficacy of the mass. So yes. the angels inspire the friends of the souls, uh, their family and friends to offer a mass, to practice good deeds, to help speed them home to heaven. The angels also inform the souls of who are assisting them. So they know who you are, Bill, yes. doing this radio show, mm -hmm. letting the world know, you know, uh, the, their plight and needing their assistance. So they inform the souls in purgatory who's assisting them, and those souls in turn pray for those who are helping them. There's that intercessory power again. There's uh, people that think that the souls can't do anything from purgatory. They cannot help themselves. Um, the, once the soul leaves the body, uh, the, uh, the, you're paying off a debt. You can't gain any merit. However, they can pray for us while they're in purgatory. That's the one most critical thing they can do. See, now, I never knew that. That's yes. something that I didn't really know. I didn't know if that was something that when they got to heaven, their intercessory power increased. But no, you're they saying that right at that moment. And that's, that's right out of the catechism. They intercede yeah, for us. And you'll see that throughout, uh, throughout the whole book. And the angels, you know, the angels um, uh, inform them and they do pray for us. And in fact, throughout the book is the saints that have experience, you know, the saints that had experience with the souls asking for prayers. The saints also escort the soul to heaven like the speed of lightning. Um, in fact, uh, there's, uh, there's a story about John Macias in the book where he offered one million, he offered three rosaries a, a day, or th three rosaries a day. Uh, and at the end of his life, um, the, uh, John the Evangelist appeared to him and said that he released 1.4 million souls. And with that, the, the, the skies opened and uh, the souls came rushing down and said, we're here to escort you to heaven. So the, mm. the, the, the souls and the angels have this triumphant entry into heaven for you. So, so they console, they inspire, they inform, and they escort the soul to heaven. So we really need to have a great devotion to our guardian angel. We need to ask them to help purify our soul so we don't have to go to this workshop of purgatory. The, the angel's job is critical. Your guardian angel's job, they have a mission. Mm. And their mission is to get you home to heaven. And they will do anything in their power, anything that they can to gain the graces and favors from God for your eternal salvation.
that is awesome. That is incredible. You know, so many listeners don't know this. Yes, the angels are busy. So they console, they inspire, they inform, they escort the souls. We need to have a great devotion. And also the saints. The saints confirm that the guardian angels continue this devotion in purgatory. And, and this is throughout the book as well. St. Faustina, many passages. There's a major passage where uh, the, the, the angel escorted her and she saw the souls in purgatory. And um, blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich, her, her guardian angel escorted mm. her to purgatory um, to, again, to, to help them see the pain they're in and, and to, um, to solicit the prayers of the saints and, and, and of us. How cool. How cool. So, again, for our listeners, we're talking with Susan Tassoni. She is a uh, wonderful author about purgatory. She has authored many, many books, her newest one, and when, uh, that will be available in October. When October is it? 9th is the release. Um, you can pre-order one 800 348-2440 Wonderful. So yeah, make sure that you get on it. It's put out by Our Sunday Visitor. I uh, want to make sure we give them a, a big plug here uh, for publishing her books, but also many, many others. Uh, and uh, this is just a great uh, work that you've done. You spent, you said a year and a half, a two year years. Half. Wow. It, it, but it was, it was a work of love. It was so exhilarating and inspirational. In fact, our Sunday visitor did a, uh, uh, a poll asking the readers from their magazines, from their newspaper, from their books, what they wanted to know more about okay. Bill, and guess what it was? Purgatory. Purgatory. They <laughs> wanted to learn more about purgatory. So we have, this is the eighth book on purgatory. Right. We've got the, the Stations of the Cross for the Holy Souls in Purgatory. Why the Stations? Because of the indulgence attached to it. Mm-hmm. We have the Rosary for the Holy Souls in Purgatory. Mm-hmm. Why the Rosary? The indulgence is attached to it. We have Day by Day. It's a, basically, it could be a year-long novena. As you know, novenas yes. are very powerful. We have a, a 30-day devotions. We have a monthly devotion. Uh, we have Praying with the Saints, all the stories about the saints with the souls in Purgatory and what we can do to help them throughout the year. Um, is that we have? Uh, I think we did. We cover them all. Oh uh, yeah, I think you've got a great. We've got. Uh, we've, oh. we've we've covered every kind of devotion that will directly help them. Uh, right. That's the goal. Yes. Yeah, and that's and that's beautiful. Uh, you know. So, Susan, tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, how how uh, this journey, especially with this day by day, because I because you've been doing this day by day. Uh, you know, you've been doing this day by day. Uh, how has it deepened your faith, writing this book? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, I have to share this, Bill. I, I've done, this is the eighth book, and I I was so moved by um, a major theme. I, and now, there are two things that I have to share with you. Well, I was, I had, we picked out a scripture passage for every single one, so I used all kinds of resources we read the meditation and then I tried to pick out a theme from scripture. So you, you can go online. I picked out a word and many kinds of passages come up. You can go to the concordance and I've mm-hmm. had, I had many resources. You know what I discovered, Bill? Now this is a year every day. Any word I put in, there was one passage that popped up no matter what word I used. Really? I, and, I, and I hope this is the right passage. I think mm-hmm. it's John 13. Well, I know the, I know the passage, but God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Every time I tried to link something with this, with a meditation, that popped up, popped up. So no matter what you say, mm. God so loved the world was this passage that connected to every word. So I made sure God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Yeah, was, John 3.16. Oh, 3.16. I got 3:16. it in reverse. 3.16. Yeah, okay. 3.16. What but, a beautiful But what thing. else I learned? I, I, learned um, I learned something unbelievable. That the more I learned about Purgatory Bill... 
the more I come to realize that this God-given gift isn't about punishment. It's about love. It's all about love, that God is not trying to get even with us, nor is it a way of lowering the boom with us. (laughs) It's out of his mercy and his love that he's preparing his unprepared children to be with him face to face for all eternity. And, And it's amazing that he's inviting us to help him with our prayers, with our masses, with our sufferings, with our rosaries, with our stations, with our acts of kindness um, offered to God on behalf of these souls. Yeah, how beautiful. So uh, are there are there uh, any other uh, ways people can get in touch with you? I know you do a lot of uh, speaking. I know that you do a lot of uh, great, great work around the country. Uh, if if how how else can we get in touch with I, you other than your books? I'm going to be I'm going to be doing many conferences uh, um, starting in September all Wonderful. the way to March. Yes. So you can just visit my website susanjasoni.com, and if I'm in the area, come visit us. <laughs> yes. We have a huge conference coming out of St. Charles, Illinois. Um, totally Yours is uh, is doing a conference with Scott Hahn. I'll be speaking, rolling out the book. Um, if you have any questions, you could email me. If you want me to come speak, uh, I'd be happy to speak. Uh, <laughs> we know you'll be busy on the book I'll be tour. busy I'll be on the purgatory tour. Um, yes. I just did, I'm going to be doing, I just taped a show with EWTN, so look out for the purgatory lady on EWTN in the <laughs> fall. Uh, there'll be several shows about that with Father Apostoli, with Doug Keck, with Jeanette Bankovic. So um, uh, we'll, we'll be out there. Wonderful. And uh, I, I know Jeanette's uh, show we carry here on the, on the radio side. She's of a things. real purgatory buster. She's wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we look forward to that. And, uh, but you know, I definitely want to ask you a little bit about, uh, staying close to the blessed mother as, as the, uh, as the holy soul she, of purgatory. They, and, and she calls herself the queen of purgatory. Um, she is the most powerful intercessor bill. She's th- she actually kicks off the book. Does she? A meditation about, uh, uh, I, I don't recall off the top of my head, uh, she uh, was in purgatory and the saint, again, another vision that the saint mm-hmm. saw her and she was pointing to these souls, to the guardian angels to release them. And these were the souls that were close to mama. These were the souls that were dedicated to Our Lady. Um, her, her intercession is very powerful. And um, the, as you know, her rosary is powerful. Yes. She told St. Dominic that one of the chief effects of the rosary is to release the souls in purgatory. As you know, in 2017, we're going to be celebrating mm. 100, the 100th an- anniversary of um, Our Lady of Fatima. And there's a purgatory message, as you know. Mm-hmm. That's in the book uh, where uh, the uh, children asked about their friend Amelia. And Our Lady said she was going to be in purgatory for, until the end of the world. And so when they heard that message, the, uh, the priest and the families offered masses mm-hmm. for Amelia. What did Amelia do? Father Apostoli uh, had some great insight uh, yep. in his book, Fatima Today, uh, saying that she, she was not a child. She was 18 years old. And uh, she, there was some kind of a sin against impurity. And um, it, in that she didn't have time to repent. Um, and so, so that's, that was probably causing the delay because she didn't have enough time to repent. So, but we can, I have no, f- several friends of mine have offered masses for Amelia. Um, so chances are through our prayers and, and our masses that um, hopefully Amelia is, is, is out of purgatory. But, uh, but the first Saturday devotions promise the grace of a happy death. Today's first Friday, tomorrow's first Saturday. Put yes. those on your calendar. Circle those first five 
five Saturdays because it will speed up the era of peace, which we so desperately need. And Our Lady promises the grace of a happy death and a shorter purgatory. Make those first Saturdays. I do them and I include not only for myself, I include past, present, and future generations until the end of time. So when I'm gone, Bill, my relatives, you know, that are coming after me will have the grace. That's beautiful. What, what a beautiful, what a beautiful way, uh, you know, with, and you mentioned earlier the Gregorian Masses to have those yes. said. where do you get those? That's yeah, where a, do you get those? Uh, yeah. The Pious Union of St. Joseph. Uh, just type in Pious Union of St. Joseph. Uh, EWTN promotes them. They're solid, and uh, they get those Masses said, and they, you're helping the mis- Catholic missionary priests. They get no stipends, Bill. When you give a stipend to them, that money buys, buys the wine, to offer at Mass, that money buys gas to put in the Jeep for them to get up to the mountains to offer Mass for some people that only have uh, a Mass heard once a year. And that, those Mass stipends buy books for seminarians. And guess what you get when you buy books for seminarians, Bill? An indulgence. A priest for 40 years. <laughs> yes, a you do. A priest for 40 years. So, um, so first Fridays, first Saturdays, make those yeah. devotions. Yeah. That's amazing. Susan, this has been so much fun uh, talking with you about... Uh, this uh, the, this book or your mission, uh, which is truly to bring awareness and uh, and prayer for the souls in purgatory. You do an amazing job. It's it's a te- it's it's a team effort, Bill. Without WSFI, you make it easy for the for your listeners around around the country to understand purgatory, understand their plight, and to understand that it's our duty power and privilege to release them so i thank you for having me oh thank you susan and uh this has been wonderful we 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 apologize to our listeners for a few of the technical difficulties we were experiencing uh during this interview but if you liked any section of this and you missed a portion due to that uh, we have it uh for you recorded and it will be aired later at a later date you can get it online as well at wsfi.podbean.com hopefully by sunday so once again, this is we're wrapping up our show here from the Chicago Marketing Network in Schaumburg, Illinois, broadcasting to you live from Schaumburg. Uh, it is a wonderful conference here. Uh, one, once again, a big thanks to Susan Tassoni, her book, her new book, Day by Day for the Holy Souls in Purgatory. It will be out on the shelves October 9th. Pre-order it now, OurSundayVisitor.com, OSV.com, I believe, right? And uh, your website is susantasoni.com. Don't forget to visit that. Uh, and right now we will send you back to regularly scheduled programming, which I believe is the Angelus. So we'll begin uh, the Angelus here uh, on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. I'm your host, Bill Snyder. Until next time, from all of us here at WSFI, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this special presentation from WSFI 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio. For more information about WSFI, please visit www.wsfiradio.org. Or, to donate to WSFI, please send your tax-deductible donation to P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Again, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Thank you.